Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is in honor of the 50th anniversary of Apollo 11. In a speech at Rice University in Texas on September 12, 1962, President John F. Kennedy issued a bold challenge to get America on the moon by the end of the 1960s. He told his audience, We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard, because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one which we intend to win, and the others too. It is for this reason that I regard the decision last year to shift our efforts in space from low to high gear as among the most important decisions that will be made during my incumbency in the office of the presidency. Throughout that period, man's spaceflight progressed from putting men in orbit via the Mercury program to the more complicated Gemini flights when an American man first walked in space. It was, however, the Apollo spacecraft that would ultimately reach the moon, a goal that appeared to be well within reach at Christmas time in 1968 when Frank Borman, James Lovell, and William Ander circumnavigated the moon ten times aboard the Apollo 8. On Christmas Eve, they transmitted astounding photos of the Earth from the moon to the world some quarter of a million miles away, images that continue to inspire. Anders told the people of Earth that he and his crew had a message for them, and he began to read the creation story from Genesis 1. Less than a year later, on July 20, 1969, the first human being set his foot on the moon. When he stepped off the ladder of the lunar module, Neil Armstrong uttered the historic words, That's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. During the next three years, a dozen more men would follow in Armstrong's tracks, including James Irwin, who traveled there in April 1971, along with David R. Scott. The experience had a profound impact on Irwin, who, having felt God's power as never before, became an ardent believer in Jesus Christ. He decided at that time to spend the rest of his life telling the world he had seen from so high above about the one who had come to save it. He once told a journalist, While on the moon, at the end of the first day exploring the rugged lunar highlands, I was reminded of my favorite biblical passage from Psalms. While speaking by radio to Mission Control in Houston, I began quoting the passage, I'll look into the hills from whence cometh my help. And then I added quickly, But of course, we get quite a bit of help from Houston, too. He concluded, It is more significant that God walked on earth than that man walked on the moon. My own life is given purpose and perspective through God who walks on this earth in Jesus. 
In that sense, we are a visited planet. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.